pick your class and learn your battle points. Because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to episode 175 of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. I'm your host, Sage Goodman, joined by my brother and co-host, Sam Goodman. Hello there. In this episode of the podcast, we'll be going over the recent community transmission, going over the new appearances coming to Star Wars Battlefront 2, as well as some of the tweets going on on the Battlefront. We've got some interesting news about the heroes. And how they Let's get started. get started with the community transmission appearances and co-op there have been many battles throughout the star wars saga and the battle of yavin ranks up there as one of the most iconic it was a one in a million shot that ultimately led to the destruction of the death star those involved in this epic battle and therefore a major blow to the empire were rewarded via a celebration within the great temple on yavin 4 except for poor poor chewbacca no medal and no hug this is the scene of the first two appearances we'll be, take, we'll be talking about today. The Battle of Yavin appearances. We've talked a bit recently about appearances for Luke Skywalker and currently have a special timed quest underway where you can unlock his farm boy appearance from Star Wars A New Hope. Coming this month is another Luke Skywalker appearance, and as you've probably guessed by now, it will be based around his look from the celebration ceremony that took place after the Battle of Yavin, complete with the iconic yellow jacket. I mean, if they were going to do Luke Skywalker in the Yavin ceremony appearance and didn't include his yellow jacket, that would just be dismal. Be pitiful. It'd suck. Not to be outdone, and as he once said, don't get cocky, kid. Han Solo will also be receiving his Star Wars A New Hope appearance. The new appearance for Luke will be connected to a special in-game event, while Han's will be classified as epic and will be available for 40,000 in-game credits or 1,000 crystals. Once the special in-game event has ended, you... Yavin Luke will also be available for 40,000 in-game credits or 1,000 crystals. You'll be able to join the Battlefront as Luke Skywalker and Han Solo in their Yavin 4 appearances once the Another Night on Endor update launches on the 23rd of this month. Co-op Defend. We've received a lot of great feedback on co-op since it launched last month, and we're really happy with the responses so far. We're expanding co-op this month, and with it will come the ability to defend on each of the planets. Hallelujah. On Kamino, you'll be able to defend. On Geonosis, you'll be able to defend. On Naboo, you'll be able to defend. On Kashyyyk, you'll be able to defend. And Felucia, you'll be able to defend. The above appearances and co-op defend will be arriving in the Another Night on Endor update, which is due for release on October 23rd. We'll be back shortly for more details surrounding our return to the Force Moon of Endor. Better bring a flashlight. Yub nub. So what do you think of these additions coming to the game, Samuel? Solid overall um, monthly update for sure. Definitely. Liking the defending additives. That's really cool to see. I'm really excited for the indoor on night too. Yeah. That'll be really cool. I'm really excited for that. It's going to be awesome to play as, and I love that uh, both Apex and Battlefront are doing Halloween themed updates. Except it'd be cooler if Battlefront did in Halloween game mode, you know? Yes. That'd be cooler. It's just gore and blood and everything everywhere. 
some it, sort of hunt. I mean, Ewok hunt's fairly horror-driven. If they wanted to really up the that's notch, the Apex, they, they could have just shown the Ewoks devouring the Stormtroopers. That's what the Apex game mode is, essentially, though, is the... It is. It's exactly. When I first saw they, for those who don't know, Apex Apex has an update for Halloween where you play everyone against everyone. And then if you die, you don't have the ability to get revived. You go straight to a shadow legend. And then when you get to the top 10, you can team with other teammates. You're trying to get to the the dropship. The only difference is that you don't start off teaming. Really, the game mode is pretty much the same. Yeah, exactly. But I, I love that format. I really like um, how they're taking it, and also adding the new map for Battlefront 2 is great as well. Yeah, so I, I'm really pumped about this. Should be good. Uh, how do you feel about the skins? Solid skins. I'm really a big fan of the uh, the yellow jacket on Luke and uh, A New Hope. Almost said Fellowship of the Ring. <laughs> yeah, I really like that skin. I'm, I'm glad that... I'm liking all these... Um, you know, original trilogy skins coming out. Farm Boy Luke was definitely a long time coming. This one's a really iconic skin from that movie as well, and Han Solo will look really cool with that metal on too. Definitely. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited and looking forward to playing these in action. On the co-op side of things, we do have a message from a friend of the podcast, Daniel Schilling. Hey guys, I hope you're both very well. Just a quick message about the latest update. I'm loving co-op. It's amazing. Uh, For me, it's almost perfect. As an average player, I don't have to worry about not becoming a hero, as a whole team can be one. The AI is great. I've been mashed several times. The fact that you can accomplish milestones in this mode is great. What I'd like to see is all the heroes to choose from, not just the four and the AI using different heroes, too. All I've seen is Yoda, Chewie, and Maul. It still amazes me that some online players just want to work on killstreaks and not play the objective, but that's just a small moan. It won't stop me from playing this. As normal, a small donation is on its way. Keep up the great work. Kind regards, Daniel. Yeah, my same mentality with the objective playing. Because you have these players that are just trying to rank up stuff, just getting kill streaks, and that's all they're doing. I mean, that's one way to play the game, but... I mean, I don't know. It just angers me when you're the only person on your team doing the objective. Yeah, definitely. It, it, it takes a lot of There's always that one it. person on the team that's trying to do the objective regardless. There's always that one guy. Yeah. And then they take advantage of that guy and use them to, you know, extend the time so they can get more kills. Mm-hmm. But it it's it's a fun it's game fun mode overall. Sure. It's not like he said; it's not going to stop me from playing it. Yeah, really fun. One of the most surprising game modes that I've, you know, that I that didn't expect much from it. Exactly. Like we we go went over that last episode, but yeah, really exceeded my expectations. I had my hopes really low, so that probably helped out for sure. But really enjoy this game mode, and if I. And when I do play Battlefront, I, I most likely play that game out of anything. Yeah, definitely. Something that I did want to mention and that I would love for them to focus on. So, friend of the podcast and friend in lo- real life, Preston, big, big Preston, he came up to visit and we were going to, he hadn't played Instant Action yet and was wondering if it was two players. And I had forgotten whether or not it was one player or two player. It is one player. That's something that I would love for them to change. I would love to play split-screen instant action. Pretty ridiculous that that's not two players. What's the point of playing online, I mean offline, if you don't have someone? That's the whole reason I want to play offline is to to (laughs) play someone. Beat someone up or... Because if I want to do that, I'll just just play the co-op online, Mm -hmm. that game mode. And yeah, they they need to add that. That should have been regardless in there because they already do multiplayer on the 
you know, offline missions yeah, and all that. Yeah, most of the other missions are available so offline. So I don't see why it would be a problem doing this. I don't see any issues. Yeah, I would I would love to see instant action split screen. Uh, what we ended up doing is breaking out uh, Battlefront 2, the original, and playing split screen instant action on that. So we did find a fix to play Battlefront 2 instant action split screen. <laughs> but it involved going to the original game. I would love to see instant action being updated to where we could get split screen where you could choose your side and if you wanted to play on the same team against ai that would be great also offline not online split screen that's what i want now let's move on to the skins how do you feel about i know we both really like the skins like i said earlier but how do you feel about the heroes getting more skins definitely nice i mean they definitely pick some heroes that have a crap ton of skins already that's what I'm, I mean, I'm Luke glad has, that there's skins. Luke has quite a bit. But when it adds to heroes that already have skins. And like Han Solo has the most skins of anyone in the game, I believe. Yeah, he's got a crap ton of skins. <laughs> he's got the skin from the story mode in the game, and he's got a bunch He's got of- two solo skins. He's got the Hoth skin. He's got this new skin. And also... An indoor skin, right? He's got that scruffy... Yeah, the, 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 beard, beard. the beard skin from the campaign. So he probably has the most skins out of anyone. Lando has quite a bit too, but... And then we have Darth Vader who doesn't have a skin. We also have... Most of the More villains, importantly, Palpatine. Most of the villains don't have Maul. skins. For sure. Captain Phasma, you could just break apart her helmet and have a skin there. Right, for sure. Um, And even with the villains... Their skins are pretty lackluster. Yeah. Iden Versio is literally just her without a helmet on. <laughs> like, how much more creative do you get? Boba Fett doesn't have anything. Boba Fett doesn't have anything. Darth Maul doesn't have anything. Darth Vader doesn't have anything. Captain Phasma doesn't have anything. Bosk doesn't have anything. Like, that's quite a bit. They don't have any. General Grievous has a few really cool skins, but yeah. he's probably... Count Dooku has the pajamas. It's really cool. And, and even Grievous. his Dark Ritual skin's pretty cool. Yeah, those are the only two that I can think of that have skins. And those are characters that came with the season pass. Yes, we, so, we've had no love for the original set of villains as far as skins go. And they don't have an excuse that there's a lack of content and skins in the Star Wars universe. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, Homeboy alone, Palpatine, has 30 skins you could get off right, right yeah. off the top from the first movie. He's changing constantly. <laughs> that boy's got a wardrobe. Yeah, we went to the Denver Art Museum um, I think in 2017, and they had a star, the costumes of Star Wars exhibit, and I kid you not, Palpatine alone in that exhibit Palpatine and had Padme. like 15. Palpatine and Padme made up that exhibit, really. Yes, Pal- Padme had like 20. Palpatine had like 15. So they're they're There's a so plethora many, of so many options. Available. So they don't have that excuse to lean on. I don't know. I mean, it, they're obviously adding skins, so they. They don't have an excuse not to add. Do some love, but they have a bad habit of doing this. They'll release the game and not show love to the older original villains slash heroes. Even in Battlefront 2015, they weren't really touched. Except for Luke, man. Luke's got some Luke gets all There's some exceptions, of course. Solo, Han Solo, he got the love because of the new movie. So same with Lando. But yeah, they do have a couple favorites and mostly on the hero side. So yeah, hopefully in the future they do brighten their horizons and do some of the, the oldies. You know, Palpatine, Broaden. Darth Vader. What I say? Brighton. Broaden, you know, broad. Mm-hmm. That's a word, and it's a good phrase as yes. well. Don't judge me. <laughs> I'm glad that they're adding skins. It's a great thing for the community, but I would really wish that they 
going forward would show some love to the people that don't have skins. I mean, for example, the ones that I want the most are Robolegs Mall, any of the versions. I think the most realistic one is uh, like Glendon, uh, from the podcast Glendon Mello mentioned would be the one from Solo. And then I would also like a Palpatine Emperor skin. The yeah, that's number one on my list there. Yeah. Um, he, um, Glendon also mentioned a Darth Vader skin, which I hadn't really thought of because, I mean, it's Darth Vader. There aren't a whole lot of options. But he did mention one that I found pretty interesting. So he, he wants Twilight of the Apprentice damaged Vader, which I think would be good. And this one could go either way. No, probably for Anakin, but it'd be cool to see deformed, burnt Anakin without a leg, of course, where he's like <laughs> slugging his way around the ground, yelling, I hate you. That would be ideal. So there, are, I, I think there are there are always tons of options that they can go with. I really wish going forward that uh, they choose some skins that show some of the other We've been heroes preaching this since the game came out. Yeah. Big, big pop, big pop of palps needs some. Now let's go on to something that's great to see. The developers have come back to Twitter all at once. So Ben and Jay have been pretty frequently on Twitter, but Guillaume, CJ's pretty frequent as well, but Guillaume and Dennis Brenval have returned to Twitter in quite the fashion. And something that I really wanted to touch on was something that uh, Dennis Brenvall said, Big Dennis, about the hero system. So they've been they've been talking a lot about uh, refreshing things and getting things changed and like looking at things that they've they've had in the game. One of them was about the hero selection system. Okay, how do you feel about heroes as power-ups? Far more like demons in Doom than the orbs in Star Wars Battlefront 1 2015. The power-up would spawn in established places on all maps, so not random, and we would call out when the next one is about to spawn so you can get there. So in Doom, uh, in Doom it's got upgrades where they're in certain, ma- certain locations of the map and it announces it every certain amount of time. Halo 5 does this as well. In their multiplayer, they have uh, weapons that will spawn periodically in the the red versus blue game mode. What are your thoughts on this? Interesting um, proposition. I'm not too familiar with the way that works, but and I'm always down for some change. And hopefully, I mean, obviously, when something changes, you kind of have some backlash at the beginning. But most of these changes have been for the better. Like the way they change heroes versus villains, I was that was a really good change and most of their changes are really solid mm-hmm. and they don't really fell with those so hopefully this is no exception here yeah and, and again the next the next tweet is a big fat disclaimer nothing is decided and nothing is on a roadmap anywhere we might do a small change we might do a big change or we might not change anything but we're talking about it with you this is what i love this is what we needed consistently for quite some time but it would be interesting this is cool that they're letting the fans know before it's even yeah. approved and before they started working on it. That needs to be a set thing that goes for, for all the stuff they add. Because most of the time it's rant, you know, it's a secret until they release it. Which is nice at times, but sometimes you get some miscommunication and yeah. they don't fully understand what the fans want. And this is a nice way to get some interaction on that. 
and get some feedback and see how that works. Exactly. Another follow-up tweet. Uh, he says, okay, how did you like variation? We added in extraction for Battlefront 1, 2015. When we made specific heroes available at certain times, like Luke in the beginning and Vader towards the very end. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, these these are some good ideas. I'm I'm glad they're fleshing them out before. Yeah, what what would be really fun though is like a limited time version of this to see how it goes and how people feel. That would be really cool for most feasible small game modes. Is they do an LTO? That's how you know games normally work. You know, like Fortnite or Apex or mm-hmm. some of those more popular games. They'll do an LTO, and if it does really well, they'll even add it to the game or some some sort of aspect of it. Yeah. LTO meaning limited limited time only. Meaning lettuce, tomato, and onion. (laughs) Yeah, so again, I really enjoyed the limited time only game modes. Yeah, cool skins from Palpatine and such, and LTOs are what I'm missing right now. Those are the things I'm always complaining about. Yeah, limited time, the, the LTOs would be super fun to play. And then, again, it's only for a certain time. If people don't like it, they don't have to play during that set period, but it's really fun for those of us who enjoy it. And it was really fun when they had those limited time only game modes that were only available for a limited time and not just through rotations, which is really I'm why I'm excited about Ewok Hunt getting a new map because it'll bring people to that game mode. Guillaume has been extremely active as well. So they they switched up the patch that was going to come for Battlefront because of a a critical issue. Uh, Guillaume says, Too bad we had to move the mid-October patch one week. As a small compensation, I'll mention something that might come in the end of October patch. Abilities that currently stagger a blocking lightsaber hero will be fully blockable as a lightsaber attack is. From the front... But abilities coming from behind will not be blockable and will affect the lightsaber hero. Added a lot of placement tactics in our place tests. Which is pretty common sense. Like yes. Yeah. It makes physics. sense. Even like, it doesn't really make sense for lightsabers to block force pushes and stuff. Ideally, you know? But I understand that that would be pretty broken because it really, really unbalanced the game. But really cool to see because this should have been from the beginning. Yeah. So now you can actually get, you know, sneak attack and get them get them off guard for sure. Because a lot of the time you'll have an Obi-Wan spamming the block. Exactly. It's and always even, Obi-Wan. Even you'll have some of your good guys come from behind and they still can't really do anything. Mm-hmm. Now, something that is kind of sad, especially for uh, you in front of the podcast, Preston, Boba's getting some changes. There's some star card redesigns for Boba and Vader. About the Boba star card change. Two star cards uh, were a problem in Heroes vs. Villains. Intense B uh, more likely, uh, more than the other as it makes Rocket B very difficult to balance, but the combination of both just led to one shooting, one-shotting heroes and needed to be changed. Uh, one change is to reduce the hero damage star card, but apply it to all targets, improving the effect in a big game mode. The other change is to limit the seven rockets in your face and you're dead and push the player using the card to focus on multiple targets to get the 500 threshold. The cooldown reduction is quite consequent and you can use Rocket Barrage much more often. As always, try it out and feedback. It can always be changed in terms of benefits of the star card and of uh, base rockets. So it'll be interesting to see how that affects Boba's playstyle. I wasn't really even aware of this combination because i don't really play boba fett but oh, you, you fake fan 
I used to be Boba Boba's baby, but um, he's let me down. <laughs> he's Boba's let me down baby. real hard. Oh my gosh! And then uh, for uh, Vader, uh, he says, "Hi, I wanted to explain the Vader damage reduction removal." The choke is one doing area of effect damage, uh, two area of effect crowd control, preventing any crowd control abilities, making Vader almost invulnerable. Too much for one ability, and it was used without without thought about what's around you or where to use it. I hear initial feedback. I'll wait until players get their hands on it. It can come back with less damage reduction than before if it feels off. But yeah, Darth Vader's a tank, so I may need some changes for sure. Uh, he also wants to uh, get Vader to be able to choke or and block or throw his saber like in Rogue One. Uh, to choke and block or throw. Sorry. It's a difficult and time-consuming change, but I'm aiming to fix it eventually. That would be awesome, to be able to choke someone and still you, you throw your weapon or block like you are in Rogue One. That'd be really good, and that's some... I mean, some heroes do have combos in the other moves... But that's something I think the heroes and villains aspect is lacking is combos. Like, you know, comboing one ability into one ability. Anakin has a couple that he could do. Um, Kylo Ren definitely does have a few as well. And I mean, a few others do, but this would be nice to see if it's a, you know, combo based ability and that would work, you know, well with each other. Yeah. Another thing, uh, they've been working hard on getting rid of issues on Grievous. Uh, he says, I hope it will show in the October update, raising my bowl to no more spinning, hopefully. Every t- every time I use, oh, what's the ability name? It's the four one. It's the ability where uh, Grievous uses all four lightsabers and charges forward. Every single time that I use that ability, I end up spinning. Uh, he, also says, he also says, another big thing for the next update, we did a huge pass on abilities not triggering when getting staggered or during a stagger. The button was flashing, but nothing happened. Now the abilities will be much more, uh, will be much more responsive and will trigger when you want them to. Hope you enjoy it. It's so great seeing them responding and, and communicating with the, the community in this way. Their communication has been really good the past few months, so... Definitely some improvements on that aspect. Yeah, and I'm, I'm glad that the bigger, that the big names that aren't the community manager is good because they're the ones directly affecting the gameplay. And it's. Yeah, they know what's happening like completely and yeah. fully. So they can let you know to their full capabilities rather than going through through him and then he has to manuscript that out to a transmission. So it's nice to have these little responses yeah. for sure. And it's much much easier to get it out on Twitter than it is to go through the whole process of getting a full community transmission. Yeah, it's out. an ordeal because you have to have enough information for it to be feasible and it can't be and too often. It takes often. long to get approved. So yeah, it's it's much I, I really like the the focus on Twitter and getting getting that information out there in this form. I think that's about it for this episode of the Star Wars Battlefront podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I've been your host, Sage Goodwin. And I'm Sam Goodwin. You can follow us on Twitter at SWB Podcast. It's a great place. Try to stay active on there. This past uh, week and week and a half, two weeks, has been a little little different. Um, it was my birthday, so I took a break. And uh friend Preston and his wife MJ came. And just had a good time going around and 
visiting different places in Colorado. So there was a little bit of a lull there. Uh, now, though, it's starting to get back into the groove of things and get things going and back on the schedule. You can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast, uh, like friend of the podcast with Joseph Loera. Also, big shout out to Joseph for his engagement. He wanted us uh, to give him and Julie, a.k.a. Coffee Over Carbs on Instagram, a, a shout out for their engagement on October 5th. So congratulations to Joseph and Julie. I hope you have a, uh, a happy marriage and a, a good time. And his Instagram on there, uh, his Instagram is at ijoloera. So congratulations to them. Yeah, congratulations. You can also support us through PayPal, paypal.me slash tie-dye-sheep, T-Y-E-D-Y-E-S-H-E-E-P, like a friend of the podcast, Daniel Schilling. You can also support us through Cash App, uh, like friend of the podcast Eric does, and that is uh, dollar sign SWB podcast. Another great way to support us that's completely free is by leaving us a review. It's helpful. It uh, lets other uh, listeners know that this podcast is listened to and uh, lets iTunes know that, hey, people like this podcast and um, also lets us get your feedback. So it's, it's a great thing all around. We really appreciate it. Definitely, if you have the time, you can just leave a star review. If you have extra time, it would be appreciated to, to hear what you have to say. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. And our email is battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, definitely let us know what your thoughts are on uh, the updates, uh, what you've been doing in the Battlefront. Uh, if you have thoughts, we'd love to hear them. And you can get in contact with us through email. You can get in contact with us through Twitter, what have you. We'd love to hear your thoughts. You can listen to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Wherever you find podcasts, you'll find this show. As always, thanks for listening. And may the Force be with you. (laughs) 